Hello there, friends, and welcome to the New Testament in a Year podcast, where we read God's Word and we embark on this transformative journey through the narrative of the life, the teachings, and the mission of Jesus Christ and the ministry of his disciples in promoting the movement of the early Christian church. The New Testament in a Year is is more than a podcast. It's become a commitment to us nurturing our spiritual growth together, committing time every day to his word, that transformative power in our spiritual lives. We're going to read one chapter of the New Testament every weekday of the year. One chapter for every weekday. It's a mathematical uh, perfection because there are 260 chapters in the New Testament and there are 260 weekdays in a year. God works that out just right for us, doesn't he? We're going to read from the Christian Standard Bible and follow a reading plan uh, from the Navigator's Reading Plan is what it's called, where the gospel narratives are equally spaced throughout the year so that the gospel uh, story of Jesus Christ stays fresh for us. And then we'll read the letters of the apostles throughout the year to get a great understanding of the mission, the life, the teachings of Jesus Christ. Today is day number 16 in our journey. We are wrapping up the Gospel of Mark. So join me if you if you will. Grab your Bible if you can and listen closely so we can take this journey together. Before we begin our reading in Mark 16, let's uh, do a little preview of things that we can look for as we read the Word of God together. Some things to look for is that as we begin our reading, we'll notice that the discovery of the empty tomb by Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Salome. As they see this empty tomb, they'll grapple with this angelic announcement of Jesus's resurrection. Watch for that. And then watch for the encounters that were kind of thrown into immediately after that, where Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene, and then he appears later to the disciples. Watch how they respond before and after his appearing. And then as the chapter concludes, we hear the Great Commission, that great Christianese phrase of the great commission it's a directive that's given to us where jesus tells his followers to go into the entire world and preach the gospel watch him and the power that his words have on us so let's read mark chapter 16 together as we finish up the gospel of mark Mark 16, starting in verse 1, and we'll go all the way to verse number 20. Verse 1. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they could go in and anoint him. Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, they went to the tomb at sunrise. They were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone from the entrance to the tomb for us? Looking up, they noticed the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled away. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side. They were alarmed. 
Don't be alarmed, he told them. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they put him? But go. Tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you. Well, they went out and ran from the tomb, because trembling and astonishment overwhelmed them. And they said nothing to anyone, since they were afraid. Verse 9. Early on, the first day of the week, after he had risen, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and reported to those who had been with him, and as they were mourning and weeping. Yet when they heard that he was alive, and had been seen by her, they did not believe it. After this he appeared in a different form to two of them walking on their way into the country. As they went and reported it to the rest, they did not believe them either. Later he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table. He rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who saw him after he had risen. Then he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they'll drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they'll pick up snakes, and they, if they should drink anything deadly, will not harm them. And they will lay hands on the sick, and they will get well. So the Lord Jesus, after speaking to them, was taken up into heaven and set down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word by the accompanying signs. That was the Gospel of Mark. That was chapter 16, and it wrapped up the entire Gospel, the story of the life of Jesus Christ. Let's reflect on what we read and find ways that we can apply it to our lives so that we may glorify God through our righteous living. And so looking back at the Gospel of Mark in chapter 16, where the ladies saw the empty tomb and were told that he is not here, he is risen. Reflect on the powerful symbolism of the empty tomb. It reminds us of the triumph over death and the fulfillment of Jesus' promise to rise again. Think about the, the disbelief and the awe of the women, realizing just the profound impact of Jesus' resurrection on their faith. Consider that proclamation, that angelic proclamation. He is risen. Too often we leave that for Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday. He is risen. He has defeated death. We should remind ourselves of that so often. He has defeated death. The victory is ours. He has won. Praise God. Think about the intimate encounters between Jesus and Mary Magdalene. Think about the deep connection between the Savior and his followers. 
how they reacted. They didn't believe it. They were weeping and mourning and couldn't believe it that he's risen and they were just defeated. And then Jesus appeared and transformed their grief into joy. Wow, the hope they brought, the comfort that he brought and renewed purpose in their lives. They were on fire for Jesus. The Great Commission, as Jesus' words, just the weight of his words, as he gives his followers the command to spread the gospel. The Great Commission is not a suggestion. It's not a, if you have the time to do it, you, you may. No, it's we shall, we will go into the world and share the gospel with everyone, with the entire world. Think about that call to go into all the world and the relevance to missions beyond our borders and local missions for believers today. Think about how we can actively participate in fulfilling the Great Commission in our own lives. Where has God placed you? There's your mission field. What school are you attending? What workplace? Your colleagues, your family, your neighborhood. There's your mission field. Can you fulfill the Great Commission in your life where God has placed you? Share the gospel with all may hear. Let's apply these practical steps in our lives. Remember the hope that Jesus gives us through his resurrection. The personal encounters we can have with Jesus and being reminded that he's won that battle and he's right there with us and he never has nor will he leave us. God is right here with us. And think of ways that we can live out the Great Commission. Thank you for joining me today on this final episode of Mark. Tomorrow, we're going to begin in Acts. The Acts of the Apostles. This is a great chapter. We're going to see the mission of the church and the fulfillment of the Great Commission begin to happen. That big ball starting to roll as his disciples are fulfilling that great commission and spreading the truth of the gospel through the building of his church. Thanks again for joining. I hope you have an amazing day. I can't wait to share again the book of Acts tomorrow when we join again together. Have an amazing day and may you and your entire family be blessed. Thank you for listening to the New Testament in a Year podcast, where we simply read the Word of God and we try to unpack it so we can find application in our lives, knowing that there is nothing more powerful than God's Word. You see, Scripture is the only source that teaches us who God is and what God wants of us. My encouragement is that the Word of God will bless you and ultimately bless your friends and family. I'll encourage you to share this podcast with your friends, share it on your social media or by word of mouth. Join in. Let's read the word of God together. And through this, may God be glorified throughout reading, listening, application, and understanding of his word together.